Hey Scott, um, thank you very much for agreeing to do this with me um, and everybody that's watching this this evening, thank you very much, really excited to have you here watching this special hangout that we're doing this evening with one of the Ranking Rabbit members, Scott Patton. Um, Scott ha is an excellent copywriter, um, he's a, a friend of mine and he has recently just put out a course for podcasting which he will be talking to you about in a few minutes. Um, I'm really, really excited that he's doing this. At first I was a little bit unsure as to just how this would fit in with the existing Ranking Rabbit model, but um, there's some really, really cool things that we can be doing with what Scott's going to teach us this evening for getting clients, um, positioning yourself as the authority, and also for consulting your clients on this. So I really, really hope you enjoy it. Scott, thank you very, very much for doing this. Um, it's great It's great to have you on here this evening. Um, thanks. thanks, James. I'm happy to be here. It's, it's pretty exciting. Fantastic. So your course is called Power Podcasters, is that right? That's correct. So I guess I should start by saying that I, podcasting has been around since late 2004. I started podcasting in the spring of 2005. So 10 years of podcasting, uh, unfortunately, they don't give you a pin or anything like that. Maybe we should. And I've had quite a few interesting experiences. And one of the things when it comes to pod, so first of all, what is podcasting? Well, podcasting is an online radio or TV show. So quite simply, instead of seeing turning on your TV, you can listen on your iPhone or your iPad or your Android device, or you can listen on your computer. You can burn it onto a CD. You can uh, listen to it in your car. You can't watch it. I don't advise watching it as you're driving. That's not really usually a good idea. And it's basically just a video or an audio. Like people make it into something way more complex than it is. Like what's YouTube? Well, we know what YouTube is. It's that you upload a video or somebody does and you watch it. Well, it's exactly the same thing with podcasting. The difference is is that you don't normally go to the podcast host to listen, okay? Or your website. Like you can you can have it on you can have the audio file on your website, but that's not really the way that this whole thing works. It, it does happen that way, but that's not the power of it. The power of it is Apple has gone and sold 300 million little devices that stick into our ears. And how do you get your information into those ears? And podcasting is an ideal way to do that. So is that the size of the market, 300 million? No, I would say the market is closer to a billion, uh, simply because Apple is only one of a number of phone manufacturers or mobile audio device manufacturers, so it can work on everything. Okay. One, of the the, one of the most exciting things that's just happening now and makes podcasting a no-brainer is automobiles. All the major automobiles are working with Apple to put podcasting on your car radio. So you'll be driving along and I can listen to 105.3 FM or I can click podcasting and I can subscribe to your podcast and I can just be get in, I'm commuting 20 minutes, click 
boom, there's James' podcast telling me how to rank. I can listen to it for 20 minutes while I go to work and then turn off my car and I can listen to him on my way home. You're just not going to be able to get away from him. And to me, that's one of the most exciting things that has happened, which really, because everyone talks about, oh, video is huge, video is huge, and I'm totally on board with video. But you do not watch video when you're driving your car. Yeah, and you can't you can't look at websites while you're driving in your car. One thing that I've done a lot of in the past is I like motivational um, speakers. I, I just put one in Ranking Rabbit called Eat That Frog, and that's a perfect example of an audio book that I'm able to download, put, burn onto a CD, and listen to whilst I'm driving, especially if I'm doing long-distance driving. So podcasting then, that it would be perfect for that to be able to um, just listen in to people talking. It's kind of like a YouTube video but without the video. Is that, is, is that the essence? Well, that's the, that's the audio podcast, and you can do video podcasts and because the audio and videos are just files. One's an MP3, one's an MP4, and you just the, the process is the same. In Power Podcasters, I go step-by-step step on how to, and we're going to give you a free coupon. It's a $147 course, but if you're a member of Ranking Rabbit, you're going to get it for free. So I don't want you to be thinking, like, how do I do this? We all know how to push a button on our computer and record our audio or do a Skype call and record your Skype call if you want to interview somebody or do a hangout like this and you can create an audio and you can create a video because we can extract the video out, the audio, I mean, out of our video. So all this is is, is, a, is a media which is either, it can actually be an F, a P, PDF as well, but nobody really does that or very rarely do they do that, but it's audio and video. And the reason that, there's a couple reasons why I really push the audio side of it versus the video side of it. And one is it's a little bit quicker. Like we're doing this hangout, so if this, and on this hangout, I could take the file when we're done and I can make it a video, a video podcast, okay? But I have to make sure that I have a fairly nice background. I have to make sure I have my light. I have to make sure that I'm shaved. If, I'm, yeah. if I was female, I would have to make sure my hair looked good and my makeup was on right and I was wearing a nice blouse. So th there's there's a lot there's a little bit more I mean we're you were used to it not being, you know, BBC production quality, but there's a little bit more involved in it. Now if you're doing it with somebody else, then they have to go through that whole process as well. And yeah. I personally think Google Hangouts is a great way because I really believe you should be doing video and you should be doing, it's and not or, you should be doing video and you should be doing audio, okay? Uh, but the fact is, is that you could just as easily pick up Skype, use a program like Call Recorder or PowerGrammo, call, like I could call James and we could talk for 20 minutes and I could take that recording, put a little music at the beginning, a little music at the end, and pop it up and I have my audio podcast done. And the trick is for this not to be another onerous task. So, when you do the do the audio, it really becomes very quick and very easy. And I tell my guests, and well, I tell my guests, we're going to talk for 10 or 15 minutes, and you know, put aside however much time you need. And if we go a little bit longer, it's because you want to go a little bit longer, not because of me. And what happens is, is that when you're in a conversation with somebody and you're excited about the topic, the conversations go a little bit longer. But yeah. you know, I've never had anybody say no, I won't be a guest on your podcast. And I've always said to them, it'll just take you 10 or 15 minutes. I'll call you up on Skype. I'll introduce you. And I always give a really good introduction. 
so uh, I want to get into like how do you give a really good introduction, but that's really not what we're here for. Uh, but I give them a really good introduction, so they feel really good. I give them some softball questions. They get going, and 20 minutes, 30 minutes go by, and they're all like, oh, man, that was so much fun. I really enjoyed chatting with you. And I've got a really good content that I then upload to my podcast. Now, you can have shows, which means you could have a podcast on golf. You could have a podcast on traveling. You could have a podcast on how to do JavaScript. And they're all separate shows. Okay, so it's just like a website. You wouldn't have a website and jumble all that stuff together. You would have a specific niche style websites. And you can do the same thing for podcasting, which means that you can have, this is my motivational stuff, right? Like, I'm into the motivation, you know, listening to motivational speakers as well, James. So this is, you know, and it's, and you could have a show where you just say, you know what? I was listening to, to, uh, Brian Tracy talk about frogs and this is what I got out of it and do it for 10 or 15 minutes and you, and you have a podcast and people that are in your community, in your tribe are going to be listening to you and they're going to be getting the stuff that Brian Tracy has taught you, which to be quite honest, I'm not interested in listening to Brian. Okay, he just you know for whatever reason I he's like low on my list. Other people are high on my list, and James is high on my list. So if he put that out, I would listen to it, and then I would get Brian Tracy's tr teachings filtered through James, which is wonderful because I talk to him all the time, and and that's how I want to get my information. So you, I want to emphasize you can have different shows, which means the you know it, it opens up a huge area of of opportunity for everybody. So I'm a local marketer. I put video training out there. Um, a lot of over-the-shoulder type videos where I'm sharing screens. Um, I do webinars talking about different topics like on-page SEO. Um, how would something like podcasting benefit me? What, what ways could I use that? Um, as opposed to me saying, well, video's working really well, so I'm just sticking with video. What would be the benefit of me taking podcasting on Zoom? Okay, so do your, are your videos on YouTube? Yes. Okay, let's pretend they're not. Okay. Okay, and let's pretend that you have a website and you put your videos on your website. Okay, yep. Yeah. Now, nobody ever told you about YouTube before. Yep. All right, so... And you're doing great. Like thousands and tens of thousands of people are watching you, right? Yeah. Now all of a sudden you know everything there is to know about YouTube that you now know about YouTube. Yeah. Would you still only have it on your website? No, I'd definitely put it on YouTube as well. Exactly. So this is not an or situation. If you're doing all these videos, then you should just take those videos. Uh, the simple answer is take those videos and put them into a YouTube uh, into a podcast show. Okay, just like you would take them and put them onto YouTube. Now, here's one thing to consider when you're doing it: the iPhone or the Android phone has is is not your computer. It doesn't have uh, 500 gigabytes. It, you know, it's 16 gigabytes, or it's 32 gigabytes, or even 128 gigabytes. It's getting there, but most people they have a very small amount of of space. So you don't want to fill up their phone with your videos. So what I would do is I would probably take a few minutes and I would edit out and turn. If it's an hour, I might turn it into six uh, 10-minute pieces. 
and then I have six shows, and then they can they can download the show, watch it, you know, download two shows, watch 20 minutes, delete them, and then watch the rest of them. But what you don't want to do is get in the position where they've got this, your phone is full, and they're like, why? And then they find out it's because you've been, put, you know, filling it up with your videos, and uh, and then they can't do anything else, and it crashes and all that sort of good stuff. So you need to be concerned about the fact that we have a space limitation on phones. The other thing is, is like, listen to it and like, you know, am I just saying, you know, you click here, click there, click here, click here? Or am I saying, you know, when you're looking at a website, you want to look at what the title tag is and you want to look at what the descriptions are and you want to make sure, and it and it's more descriptive, right? Or you want to change your video so they are more descriptive and you can, even if you are pointing <laughs> in the video, someone listening is going to be able to get the, what you're saying. Like I always say, like, if you're a golf pro and you want to do a podcast and you want to do the podcast on how, an episode on how to fix your putt, it's probably going to be video because how do you describe it, right? We, we see it, we model it, and everything else. That's probably a video podcast. But if he's saying, you know what, you're getting ready to putt, it's a 15-foot putt, how do you calm your mind? How do you focus? How do you get so that you're in that state that you can actually putt with, you know, and it goes where you want it to go, and you're doing it smoothly and properly and using all the techniques that I've taught you to use as opposed to in the middle of the putt going, oh, yeah, did I mail that check to my client or, or whatever pops into your head, right, that distracts you and causes the putt to go off to the side. So the mind side of it, right? So, okay. so motivational type talking, uh, like we've talked about, you know, you talked about Brian Tracy, that stuff is ideal because I can – one of the things with podcasting is it's multitasking. I can listen to you while I drive. I can listen to you while I'm sitting on the beach. I can listen to you while I t walk the dog. I can listen to you while I'm exercising. I can listen to you while I'm reading a book. I can listen to you while I'm working on a website or my my marketing strategies or you know all sorts of stuff. So there's lots of ways you can listen to me at the same time you're doing something else. That's the beauty of it. Watching a video where I have to pay attention to, you know, you've got to click here, click there, because if I don't, then I'm lost. I don't know what you're doing. That's a that's a totally different, you know, type of situation. Okay. Perfectly valid for podcasting, but you have to understand the power is in the multitasking and the fact that we can do this while we're driving. Okay, cool. So if I had um, the the people that are in Ranking Rabbit at the moment are. Well, no, let me, let me just rewind just a few minutes because we've talked about YouTube as being um, an audience. We've mentioned YouTube a number of times. If I was to create a podcast, is that where I'm putting it? I'm uploading that podcast to YouTube or is it going somewhere else? It's going somewhere else. Now, <clears throat> okay, so let's talk about Google for a second. I'm brand new. I don't know anything about websites, and I say to you, okay, I want my website on Google. So do I just upload it to Google? And you go, no. You have a web host. So you either have a web host for your podcast or you have a podcast hosting company that looks after it. The problem with having a web host is most of us use shared. We don't have a dedicated server. If you have a dedicated server, it's fine. Uh, but if you use a shared host, the bandwidth you use because MP3s and MP4s are a lot bigger is higher and they can shut you down and be upset. 
with you, all right? Plus, then you have to make sure that you're always updating because Apple changes and and that sort of stuff. So my preference is to use a web uh, a podcasting hosting company. Lipsyn is is huge. Uh, Podomatic is really good. I was really upset with Podomatic five years ago because they were they would be fast and then slow and then fast and then slow. And a friend of mine said, I'm just tired of you complaining about these people. Why don't you do it yourself? And it was, oh, my God, I've got to work with a programmer. You know, I've heard about these guys. They're like, it's awful, and, and I didn't want to. And he said, no, I have a programmer. He's really good. And so we created my podcast world, which I teach you in Power Podcasting. And the good news is, is instead of paying 10 or 20 or 100 bucks a month, depending on your bandwidth and your storage, at these other places, it's free because I really believe everybody should be podcasting. I want to make it as easy as possible. And so when you go to there's my no, pod, go ahead. There's no cost involved in podcasting. No. In okay, so similar to YouTube in the sense of you can upload a free video podcasting. So just to get this right, I can, just so I'm 100% clear, I could create a file of any length of time where it is voice only so that people could do it while they was washing the dishes or driving in their car. They could listen to what I'm saying. Um, obviously, because there's no audio or there's no video attached, I'd have to be much more descriptive in what I was saying. Um, and then I could upload it to a podcasting website um, and that's just another way that there's a big market out there for people that like to download podcasts. That's correct. And that's correct. They might, not, they might not necessarily be watching YouTube videos. So it is potentially opening myself up to another market of people. Is that right? That, that's correct. That's absolutely okay, correct. So, so uh, we have a question from Will, and he said, can you use Amazon for hosting? Absolutely. In my podcast world, we use Amazon for the hosting. We figured it's a multi-billion dollar a year company. They're, if they go down, like, you know, they're going to have like 10 or 1,500 people getting them up as fast as possible. So, uh, and, they're, and they're fast and they manage the files and everything else. So, uh, for example, it can take a lot of bandwidth and it can take time if you're hosting your MP3 or 4 file in... San Francisco, but you happen to be listening in England. So it's got to go all the way over. What Amazon does is they say, wow, there's a lot of people in England listening to this. We have servers in England. We're going to take a copy of this file. We're going to put it in England so that they can download it faster. Now, okay. if it was me looking after podcasting and looking after your show, I would never even think of that, right? let alone bother to do it which is one of the reasons why I use Amazon because I wanted really cuz I my perception was that the 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 hosting of these large files was a problem. And so I didn't want to do it on my own hosting company. I like I use Bluehost for all my different websites. I figured that would be a problem. And I didn't want to deal with it and I didn't want to have 10,000 people emailing me or calling me or complaining because they couldn't get my podcast for whatever reason. So I wanted to just make sure that was looked after and it was looked after by somebody that really knew how to look after it. And Amazon, no one's going to argue with that. I think you could probably use Google Drive too. I'll have to look into it. One of my friends said they're faster. 
I don't know. So if you wanted to have a WordPress blog and you wanted to uh, get, uh, I think it's Blueberry podcast plugin, and then you wanted to upload your file to Amazon, and then you just got the link and put it in there, I do that with one of my clients and his podcast. It works fine. But my recommendation always is how's the quickest, easiest, fastest way to do something? If I can just put in a title, put in a description, put in some tags, upload my file, and then you know I don't have to worry. It automatically does everything and goes into iTunes. I'm good with that, right? Whereas, and, so that's, and, well, that's that's like videos that you upload to YouTube. Everybody knows about that specifically. Podcast. When you upload a podcast, it automatically goes into iTunes. Is that right? Yeah, you have to you have to submit your show once to iTunes. They send you an email saying thank you for submitting. We're going to review it. We'll get back to you. And within two days, my experience, I get an email saying you're live. And then a couple days later, they update, and I'm actually in there. Oh wow! Yes. So now iTunes is Google for audio and video podcasts. Oh, definitely. Like. Yeah, 80% yeah. of your traffic on your podcast will come through iTunes. So you need to make sure that you're listening to James because the same thing applies when it comes to titles, the same thing when it comes to descriptions, to keywords. Uh, all those, you know, those sort of things are exactly this, you know, it's exactly the same. If you don't put your keywords in your title, somehow you're not going to be found by people searching it's just the way it's it's actually a poor google like it's <laughs> the algorithm is is very uh 2000 <laughs> yeah it really is like i mean there's no if you're kind of like in the area but really talking a lot around the topic google knows and they'll put you in there itunes has no clue so, so let me let me ask you this question then. I, I want SEO clients for my business, and I want people to do have you maybe use an automation tool, just as an example, or I might want people to go to my wife's Facebook page to like her nail business. Would it make sense for somebody like my wife who wants people to like her Facebook page because she's trying to build up her brand to have her own show where she could call it something like Lydia's Beauty Tips, have a podcast, um, and then have it submitted to iTunes, and then just weekly maybe just give some tips to the ladies about the latest fashion advice or what color nails they should have, what's good, what's not good. Yes. How, 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 so then somebody with an iPhone that was looking for audio podcast that typed in something like UK shows for beauty, um, there's a possibility that my wife's podcast could come up in that list. Is that right? Right. Yeah. She would be in the fashion section. And okay. what, when you're new – what happens is it, when you're new and you have a good show, okay, and, and I know that, that she would have a great show because uh, I just finished, finished talking with her. She's a wonderful voice, um, and she's very knowledgeable, okay? So they have a section called New and Noteworthy. So they actually feature new podcasts for two weeks. So in that period, what she would do is she would launch her show, 
she would tell people in her Facebook group, I'm launching my show. Here's a link to the face, the iTunes uh, show, okay, because iTunes will give you a link. Here's the link to the My Podcast uh, show, because My Podcast World basically gives you like a blog, except it's got an audio player in it as well automatically, okay? So, you know, we know blogs. It's got a title. It's got a description. This just happens to have a little box. You push play, and you can either watch it or you can listen to it straight from my podcast world's page, okay? Now, that happens, okay, because those pages show up in Google and everything else, but it's not where you're going to get the majority of your, of, your, uh, of your listeners. However, in Facebook, if, you, if she wanted to, she could just say, go to beautytips.mypodcastworld.com, and there's my latest beauty tip, and you can just click on listen to it, and they could do that. Also, you can take that player and you can embed that player in your own blog if you want it to, okay? Because I didn't set up my podcast world to, it has huge numbers of links coming into it and everything else, uh, which shocked me because I really yeah. wasn't thinking about that until you and I talked, and I thought, well, I wonder how many links I've got. And I'm like, whoa, like all these people are linking to, because we have like 400, we have 400 accounts, each account has a minimum of one show, so, you know, there's, five or six or seven or eight hundred shows that are out there with people that are interested in linking to them. So it just it worked out as great link bait. If somebody could take my podcast, if I was doing a weekly show as um, the tips for ranking in Google, for example, yep. or how to get great exposure in Twitter, and I did an hour show every week for six weeks, people could take those and embed them in their own websites for their own clients, to, like their own people to listen to. Is that right? Yes, they could. So yeah. kind of like a video in that respect then. Uh, the, but, but again... So here's, the, here's the thing. Here's, it absolutely is, and I think, James, you've hit it, the nail on the head. You can take a YouTube video and you can put it on your blog. You can take a podcast and you can put it on your blog. You can't take it from iTunes, but you can take it from my podcast world because I built it that way for that purpose. Um, so all these things that we talk about for YouTube totally apply to the podcast world. The one difference is Apple's not pushing YouTube. It's pushing podcasts. So, yeah. so it's Google pushes YouTube. That's why we should be in YouTube. Apple pushes podcasts. Google doesn't really. I mean, you can. There are podcast apps in the Android, you know, environment, but it really doesn't. So you're missing out on a percentage of the population that, yeah, they watch YouTube videos and stuff, but they're they. When you think of YouTube, you think video, you think watching. You don't think YouTube when you're in your car. So now we've got a way of reaching those people in the car, working out at the beach. Hiking in the woods, you know. This is amazing. Because people ask me a lot in terms of in terms of ranking in Google. Um, people say to me, "I've ranked in Google. What about Bing and Yahoo?" And we've always kind of said, "Well, if you can rank in Bing or Yahoo, it's okay. However, it's not the be all and end all. You might get an extra ten percent worth of visitors as a result of ranking in those." What you're telling me really here is, I mean. It's standard pr procedure that we would want a YouTube video ranked in YouTube and being in Google because of the floods of traffic that can bring. Um, it would seem to me almost more important to worry about being 
in a podcast than in Bing or Yahoo because if Apple's behind it, I mean, they really are the two big giants. You've got Apple and you've got YouTube. Um, it's amazing how many people have got Apple phones out there, Apple computers. If those guys are really pushing this, I didn't quite realize just how big the market for it was. My, my, my experience, I don't know whether you'll remember Skype, Skype Talk, I think it was called, or Skype. Years ago, Skype had their own version of, like, radio shows. Oh, that I did, didn't know that. This was years ago, probably 10 years. I used to listen to one called Coffee and TV. Um, and it was really cool. You could actually go into these different communities on Skype and you would call into the that show and you could participate and it was it was really good but for because Skype back then was so new and the calls were really laggy, um it was it was a bit of an awful experience. Um but you used to persevere because they were the pioneers in that. It sounds like podcasting has come along since then, and kind of exploded this into something much better. Yes. Would that be fair to say? Yeah, yeah. So I have a question for you, James. When you're talking about ranking, do you think it's a good idea to uh, tweet? Yes. Yeah, okay. So Twitter has about 39 million uh, members. Yeah. Podcasting is the same. So... Now, you can communicate. I, I totally think you should tweet. In fact, one of my strategies is that I teach is once you're done your podcast, you should you know, have a Facebook group or a Facebook page, and you should put the link in there, a little bit of a description. Hey, I just finished this podcast. Hope you, you know, enjoy it. <clears throat> and then you should tweet the link out as well. Okay, it's not, There's no ors here. I'm all about ands and doing, doing everything. And if you can do it all so it's automated and you just do it once and out it goes, it's so much better. Um, so podcasting is just as popular, if not more popular than Twitter. Oh, so what I was going to say is you've got 150 characters to connect. What would happen if you had five minutes of listening to me to connect or you had an hour of listening to me to connect, right? So you tweet it out, but, you know, instead of just getting like very superficial conversations going, you get really deep conversations going because you're actually communicating, you're in the person's ear, that's as intimate as you can get. And yeah. and so, but a lot of people are like, well, yeah, like it's just a little thing. No, is Twitter huge? Yeah, well, it's just the same size as Twitter. The other thing I just want to say about this because I just remembered was they did a, uh, a survey and AM, FM radio is this much more listened to than podcasts. My mom listens to uh, music on her TV through cable all the time, so I thought everybody did. It's 5%. Radio, radio is, AM and FM is about just under 30%. Podcasting is around 27%. The TV uh, music station is 5%. Just to give you an idea of like where it sort of sits, Wow, that's CD, CDs around fifteen or twenty percent. So I mean, realistically, you can. It's like it's like having your own radio show. Yes. But you're the one in control of the ads. Yes. You can you can you can say or sell whatever you wanted, really. So I I could producer. 
Yeah, exactly. So I could do an hour-long show every week talking about anything, literally anything, home improvements or landscape gardening, and I could just... If I had a captive audience of listeners, a hundred, a thousand, five thousand, whatever number that grew to, um, of in, instead of like with a normal radio where you, you're hearing other people's ads all of the time, as the producer, you can you can sell whatever you like. Um, that's right. That's, so you you brought up a really good point, James, and that is like, how do you make money with a podcast? So. You have to understand that podcasting is a relationship building tool. And if I have a relationship with a hundred people that they just absolutely think I'm absolutely magnificent, and then I say, you know what, I'm really excited about rankingrabbit.com, you know, a lot of those people are going to go and they're going to check it out because I'm the thought leader of this community. So there's a number of different ways that you can make money. One is you could sell advertising, which the radios do. Uh, another one is you could get sponsorships, which is kind of like selling ads. Uh, and then another one is you could say, well, I have this product, and I'm going to be talking around the product. Like, you know, I have this power podcasting course. It's $149. You, I can, you know, blah, 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 blah. But today you can get it for, you know, free or nine dollars or whatever the price is I want to have for my special uh, that so it's my product or I have an ebook on Amazon just go to Amazon search on blah 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 I don't want to say anything because you might and I don't so you know uh, and then it's also like I have services okay so one service I have just to let you know is I do I produce people's podcasts so people come to me and say you know I've got a book it's on this topic I'd like to do a podcast but I don't know how to do it and I say no problem I look after everything. All I do is call you once a week. We talk for 10 or 20 minutes, however long you want to talk for. You pick the topic. You make sure you know what it is you want to say on the topic. We talk about it beforehand for a few minutes so that I know a couple questions to ask. When we're done, I edit it all out so that if there's a part where you go, I had a brain freeze, Scott. I don't know what I was supposed to say. It doesn't show up on the podcast. And and then I put it all out, I send you the link for it, you put it on your Facebook page and tweet it out or whatever social media stuff you do and then you build this huge set of content, okay? So that's that's a service that I do. So I can talk about that on my podcast if I want. So um, what you want to do and what, the way you want to use your podcast is to position yourself as the expert in your industry, whatever that is. And then from there you need to think, okay, what as the expert in my industry, do I want to do? It's very rare that you're going to be successful if you do a sales pitch on your podcast. What you want to do is you want to develop the relationship and say, you know what, I have a free uh, how to start podcasting ebook. Go to powerpodcasters.com and you'll be able to sign up for my my newsletter list and get it for free. Okay, that's yeah. not there. Okay, I'm just using that as an example. Yeah. Uh, and then so that moves them from listening to my podcast to my uh, my website, it puts them into the email funnel and and all of that. One thing you have to understand is if a lot of people are and not if some people are listening to me in the car, they're not in a position to buy, right? So yeah. this is really you want to build up over time a really good strong relationship. So then when you do say, I'm having a workshop in in London next month for how to rank high and we've got room for 200 people at the Marriott at downtown London beside Belling, uh, uh, Buckingham Palace uh, you know just go to my website 
SEO by BuckinghamPalace.com and sign up, you'll have a flood of people going because they want to be with you, right? You, you become that celebrity. Well, yeah, that's what I'm thinking. Rather than, I mean, when I said I could sell whatever I want, I don't just mean, hey, everybody, thanks for listening, buy my amazing products. But in the form of a conversation, um, I'm yeah. thinking, how, how could I use this for my existing clients? I've got uh, one client is a landscape gardener. So I'm, I'm thinking that we, he could, I could maybe talk to him about him having a show where he's discussing landscape garden ideas or landscape yep. garden. Yeah. Yeah. You want to have like for him, it would be great tips. Okay. we this is, you know, spring is coming up. This is how you need to prepare blah, 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 blah. And he could do just short five minute segments and just keep, keep going on it. Because here's the thing. You could tell somebody how to do something and the majority of people say, Oh yeah, that's interesting. I could do that. I don't want to do that. So he his market is people that they want to have a beautiful yard, but they don't want to do the work, or they don't have time to do the work. It's inconvenient to do the work. Um, they're not fit enough to do the work. They don't have the knowledge of what to do to do the work. And but so because, he can, because he's putting so much content out there and helping people, a natural percentage of those are going to say, "You sound like an authority. Um, can you come around and look at my garden for me?" Yeah. Now, let's suppose, for example, that one of his best, most fanatical fans does it all themselves. Okay? Yeah. So that's not his customer. Yeah. But they obviously love gardening. So they're playing bridge with their friends, and they're talking about how they just love their garden, blah, 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 blah. And their friend says, I don't have the time to do that or whatever objection comes up. He says, talk to James Client because I listen to that guy's podcast every week. That guy is awesome. He knows exactly what, who, George, whatever the guy, George Jones, right? Uh, I'll send you a link. Next time I listen, you can go listen to him and then you go, you know, and I'll send you his website or whatever because at the end you always say, hey, this is Scott Patton www.powerpodcasters.com, say it better than I just said it, and, uh, <laughs> you know, uh, and go to my website if you want more information because I've got, you know, lots of posts and blah, blah, whatever it is you've got there, right? And so you, t you, cause you want to have a call to action at the end of some sort, right? Thank you very much. Make sure you come back next time, listen to our previous podcast, go to my website, review us and give us five stars on iTunes. You don't want to do that all every time, but those are the sort of things you want to have done because reviews on iTunes, subscribers on iTunes, all those things help you rise up in the rankings in iTunes. So this is Which, brilliant. Yeah. Uh, and Thank you. Is this stuff, because you've got this course, powerpodcasters.com. Yes. Uh, and you're going to give a coupon to the people that are in Ranking Rabbit so that they can they can get this course for free, and I really, yeah. really appreciate that, that you've done that for the Ranking Rabbit members. Um, what, like, is there any chance that you can maybe share your screen and show us or talk us through what it is that, that, that is in the course, or you, you, you might not want to share your screen, you might just want to explain. It's up to you. Sure. Um, well, let's try a share. Go ahead. Let me finish your question, and then I'll answer it. Yeah, the, the question was going to be, if I decided to take your course today, what what's involved? I'm, I, I, I'm a little bit scared. Are you going to 
walk me through how to do a podcast. Um, I don't I, I don't really know too much about iTunes specifically. So uploading it or what do I say? You just mentioned certain things like introductions or what I should say at the end. How much of what are you covering inside that course? Okay, so that's a great question. And I, what I'll do is I'll share my screen. I have a I have a, a screen of the course up so that you can kind of see it. The I I broke it into different sections. The first section was just like why podcasting and and uh, that sort of stuff. I by the way have over uh, forty podcasts in iTunes, so, so so I'm pretty familiar with the whole process and everything else. And if you've ever uploaded a YouTube video and you've made the YouTube video, you have all the skills to make a <laughs> podcast. And it's just transferring those over to uh, a podcast host like my podcast world. But I I did a series of videos which were basically how do you set up the show. What do you think about in terms of the keywords and the titles and all that sort of stuff? Then how do you make an MP3? Because I really focused on this in terms of, of doing the audio podcasting, not, not the video. And then how do you actually make an episode? And then it was uh, how to market it. And that's the course is a living course. So once you take this course, I'm going to be adding new lectures on a regular basis, both because I've got questions like you just asked, you know, how do I structure the episode and everything else, and, or how do I make a good introduction? And I kind of cover that, but I don't really go into it in a lot of depth, and I think I probably will uh, expand that section. Uh, and then I also do – and then the question, of course, is marketing. So when I first started out, the question I had was if I only podcast and I did nothing else, no SEO, no linking, no Facebook – there wasn't Facebook really um, – what would happen? And I did a weight loss podcast, and within a year, we had 375,000 subscribers, and we had over three-quarters of a million downloads of our podcast. And there was no, all we did was talk for 20 minutes once a week. That was it. Now, it's a little bit different 10 years later. First of all, it still works like that, but why would you just – like, why wouldn't you put it in Facebook and tweet it and and do like one of the f strategies I have is I do my 20-minute audio podcast and then I turn on my camera and I say, today, you know, James and I discussed uh, three secrets for ranking in Google that nobody talks about. He also shared uh, one of his productivity secrets and also how he stays motivated. That's all in today's podcast. Just go here to listen to it. And I put it up on YouTube. Like, why wouldn't I be driving traffic from YouTube to my podcast? It would be insane not to. So it's, like I said, it's all and. So I have this whole section where I, where I actually have, either I have made the lecture or I've asked experts, and, and James is going to be one of them, to talk about how can you use Facebook effectively? How can you use Twitter effectively? How can you use LinkedIn effectively? How can you use YouTube effectively? How can you use social media effectively? Google Plus, these sort of things. And so those video interviews are are going to be posted there on this on the site so <clears throat> i'll just take a second if i if i can to one uh, of the things that you've said that really really excites me is the fact that when i upload a video to youtube i don't get any special exposure for two weeks um it's a dog eat dog world on youtube you upload your video and if it's not optimized properly it just won't rank and you said that you will get 
um, two weeks of being featured as a new podcast in, in iTunes. That's right. I mean, that's, that's, an, that's amazing because if, if your podcast is good um, and you, people start subscribing to it, listening to it, and think, okay, I'm going to actually stick with this one, the, I guess you're going to get a lot of traffic within the first couple of weeks to that podcast. And that's the key. What you really want to do is you want to get a really good launch. So if you're into launch strategies, you want to do the same thing with your podcast. You want to get a lot of subscribers. You want to get a lot of downloads. So one of the things that I teach is when you launch, you launch with three podcast episodes, not one. Because if someone listens to you and says, well, that's really cool, you want them to go be able to go back right away and listen to you again and again and again. Yeah. Most people want to focus on evergreen content. However, someone like a real estate agent, for example, don't. It's like, hey, it's Monday, uh, you know, January, whatever, 19 or you know, 2015 or whatever the date year is, and in uh, in Birmingham, you know, we're seeing a slight rise in prices. There's a really good demand going on right now. If you're considering selling, interest rates are low, looking to go up a little bit in the next six months. So. Now is a really good time to blah, 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 blah. And by the way, I have a three-bedroom house. It's a bungalow. It's over you know, here. It's there. It's in this area. School's close by. It's really good for young families starting out. Or, you know, and so, so basically, you're using that to position yourself as an expert. You're telling them about the market, and then you're also telling them about a house. So, uh, Fantastic. Yeah. Just before you jump into that, I'm just going to quickly ask for the people that are watching. Um, at this point, does anybody have any questions at all? If you do, don't forget there's a there's a chat box that you can post in. Um, if you can't find the chat box, feel free to just post in the Facebook group underneath the link that you click to join as well. And uh, we'll do our best to answer those. Okay. I just want to say that in case you, you do have anything you'd like to bring forward. But yeah, Will, is, Will, had a, Will had a question and I sneakily answered it for him. So... Hopefully, uh, he went, ah, afterwards, so uh, I'm hoping that was the answer to, that he was looking for. Fantastic. So this is the course, and it's uploaded this, to you to me? Yeah. So you just basically, you, you're just going to go click on the link. It'll bring you here. It'll tell you it's free, uh, regularly 147, and then you go in, and he, this is the introduction. I just move it over here. Uh, introductory section. You can also, uh, first of all, please leave me a review. I have 11 five-star reviews so far. Uh, that really helps me get get the word out. Uh, and then you're seeing it from the instructor's perspective. Not, and then you can have, make announcements. So, and then we have discussion. So, if you re, if you come across a question, just go, you know, add discussion and put the question in here so all the students can get the you know can hear the answer, see the question. If you've got a question, I assume everybody else has the same one. So our first section is just basically about you know podcasts and new cars, and uh, there's 65 million mobile devices, 65 sorry 650 million mobile devices out there. I talk a little bit about that. Podcasts are forever. I had a client put up a podcast two three years ago. He did I don't know 10 episodes, and then he just dropped it because it's not something that uh, you know, it's, it takes perseverance, right? And then he went back uh, three months ago, and he says, and he emails, he says, Scott, he says, I haven't done a podcast in uh, two years, and I just got 10,000 downloads of my podcast in the last six months. And he was like, yeah. So one of the things you want to consider, too, is these are forever. So 
I can do an email blast to my list. I can do a newsletter, everything else. Six months from now, who's reading my newsletter? Nobody is. Six months from now, people are still going back and downloading your first podcast and listening to it. The Weight Loss and the Mind podcast we did, we had people after two or three or four years saying, I just listened to episode 85, and I'm going back, and I'm starting at number one and working my way right through, because we actually kind of did it as a course, and it was absolutely amazing. So we also have little quizzes just to see if you're paying attention. You don't have to do them. They're all voluntary. And then section one is setting up your podcast show, how you, how you do that. Uh, and then section three is creating your MP3 audio. So just different ways that you can do it. And, uh, uh, and then this is actually doing your first podcast episode. So if you go to section one, and let's assume you've already done YouTube videos and you know how to pull the audio out of it and everything else. So creating the content is not a problem. You just go to, to section two and lecture 14, 15, 16, 17, 18 is only two minutes. So there is 20, 20 minutes. I have a worksheet that you can download. And then you just go here and post your and do this lecture which is six minutes you are now live with your podcast and when when you post your this year post your first hour podcast episode yep do you talk in there about how you get that to iTunes then what you do is you go down to section five <clears throat> you do pingomatic and then you do submit your RS feed to iTunes. So that's okay. another five minutes. So within 30 minutes, if you have got your content, your audio created, or an MP4, MP3 or MP4 file created, within 30 minutes you can be live. The course has gone over five hours because questions that we get are like, how do you market your podcast? So I talk about some secrets that, like I discovered something that very few people know. Uh, about how to hijack the audiences of Tony Robbins or Brian Tracy if you're into motivation or uh, if you're into, you know, whatever you're, you know, if you're into golf, how you could hijack really popular golf podcasting audiences. And then um, I did an interview with Sabrina, and she was one of my students four years ago who had an incredibly popular podcast and she had 400,000 downloads of her show uh, and, and how she did that. And then we get into some social media with some other people and uh, power net networking. So <clears throat> one of the reasons that you should be really seriously looking at podcasting has nothing to do with everything we've talked about. It has to do with networking. There's somebody you really want to get to know well and you really think that they would be helpful for your business and you would be helpful for their business, call them up and say, I'm going to start, I'm starting a podcast show and I would like you to be a guest or I would like you to be a co-host, depending on the amount of commitment that you're making and that you want them to make. And all it's going to take is 10 or 15 minutes once a week. I'm going to call you up and I'll record the call and we're just going to talk about your topic. So uh, landscaping, okay? So I'm just going to call you up uh, George and I'll record the call. So you call up George, say, "Hey George, how you doing today?" You warm him up a little bit, and, you know, make a bit of a connection. You just don't start 
right off the top because people need to kind of relax into it. And we're going to talk about roses today, George, because that's what you said you wanted to talk about. Great. Okay. So, George, how I'm recording. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Landscaping with George. I'm uh, Scott Patton, your co-host. George, how are you doing today? I'm doing fine, Scott. George, tell me about roses. Like, uh, you know, for our our English weather, like I really have problems with mildew and blah, 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 blah with roses. Like, what should we be doing? Ten minutes later, he finishes. Thank you very much. Uh, blah, 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 and away you go. So George happens to be somebody that I really want to cement my relationship with because he's a client of mine or I happen to be a fellow landscaping or I happen to be a rose uh, landscape supplier, right? <laughs> Whatever it is, right? And he happens to be the number one landscaper around, right? So at the end, it's, yeah, this is, uh, you know, George and Scott for Acme Landscape Supplying Company, blah, 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 or whatever. And, you know, hopefully that kind of gives you an idea of the networking potential, right, that you have. So I, I interview lots of people that have to do with Internet marketing because they will take that podcast episode and they will post that single episode on their blog uh, they will tell people about it on Facebook and on Twitter, and and I can even do a little video with them on YouTube, saying talking about it. Now all of a sudden, those people I'm rubbing off. It's the whole Napoleon Hill thing. The guy was poor, but he interviewed all these rich people. Everyone thought he knew about how to be rich, and so he he became quite wealthy. The other problem people have, and we deal with that in section seven, is voice. How to put your best voice forward? So I got a voice coach, and I've been uh, picking his brain on how to make sure that you actually put your, get the passion for your topic out. I think that's really, really important. And then we have the course wrap-up, and if there are questions that people have, like other hosting options, or how did I make, one, some, one person said, how did you make that selfie video on Machu Picchu? <laughs> Hopefully that'll make you curious about what's in this course. Uh, I actually did a video and, and explained how to do that. So that's a quick overview of the course. Why I why I really like this as well, Scott, is because I I've asked people before, and people have asked me as well. Hey, James, I love that video that I saw you do, or I saw the webinar that you did. Can I invite you to speak on one of my webinars? And as my, I, I really do enjoy speaking on people's hangouts and webinars. However, the first thing that goes through your mind is. How long am I going to be stuck on this webinar for? It could be an hour, it could be two hours, it could be a really long one where you're invited on as the guest speaker for the last 10 minutes of something that goes on for four hours. Um, I really like this approach because it's so so much less um, imposing. Can I give you a quick call on Skype and we'll talk for 10 minutes? That for me is like, if somebody rang me up and said, can I just pick your brain for 15 minutes? I'm doing a podcasting show. I want to get as much information out of you as possible within that 15 minutes. I'd be so much more susceptible to doing something like that. And yeah. it, what's really interesting, Scott, is when we've spoken in the past, and there'll be a few people that listen to this that will know, I've said to people, can I talk to you for 10 minutes? And 10 minutes has turned into an hour, two hours, three hours. Um, but the initial, do you, have, can I borrow you for 10 minutes? If I was to say to you, Scott, I need to talk to you now and the call's going to run on for three hours, we'd have to arrange it for weeks in advance. And yes. 
if I say to you, Scott, have you got 10 minutes now quickly? I just want to call you up on Skype. Yeah, I've got 10 minutes. And as long as the conversation flows, time can easily run away with you. So I like like that approach. I can never call somebody up and say, hey, can you jump on a webinar with me for 10 minutes? They know that's never going to happen. Yep. So, yeah. Yeah. So one of my clients, and I've been working with him for five years, uh, we've made an agreement that we're going to do a show once a week, and it's going to be 1.30 on Monday. So what happens is, is his wife emails me on Friday. Is 1.30 on Monday still work for you? And I email her back and say yes or no. And, you know, so because obviously, I mean, he goes on trips somewhere, I go on trips somewhere, something happens, we can't make it. So it's not like we, we, it's, we have to be there, but that's, if we don't put a time in, we're not, and he's my, I'm his, we're co-hosts, we co-produce it. If we don't put a time in, it'll never happen. So we schedule it, and then we schedule it out forever, and then uh, I'm going to Machu Picchu for, you know, two weeks, I can't make it because there's no internet there. Um, and or he says what you know he's in a course or something can't make it and so but what happens is over the year we do 45 episodes out of 52 not bad and it's just a half an hour so basically it's 10 minutes of warming up he knows what he's going to talk about I record and then it's a couple minutes of you know shooting the you know what for and then we're done and he loves it because he never does anything and he told me he says you know he says, I really didn't think this podcasting thing, I thought it was a dumb idea. A friend of mine introduced us because he was so excited about podcasting. I'm like, well, should I meet this guy? Or, and he was like, should I meet these guys? And we didn't know, I didn't know him, he didn't know me or whatever. Well, we've got a five-year, like, really great friendship, and it's been really beneficial for him, really beneficial for me. It's been a win-win situation. It's been great, all because of this podcasting, which has forced us to get together once a week, and that really develops a good relationship. And what he told me was, I am famous all over the world now because of my podcasting. Like People actually search on my name, which I could not believe. Like When I look at my stats, he says, my name is the number one search term. Well, why would somebody search for me? Unless they, you know, he says, the only reason I can think of is they've listened to my podcast, and, uh, and then they go, okay, Dove Baron, let's see more about him, right? It's the only reason I can think of. And the other thing that's really cool about podcasting is, is in my podcast world, we have it. Automatic has it, and I think Lipson must have it. Everyone should have it. Is I have a map of the world, and it shows me where everyone is downloading. So it's really cool to, like, sure, North America, Europe, I mean, happens all the time. But then there's somebody in, in... India or in deepest darkest Africa or Brazil listening to it is just like it's just a thrill because we had someone like a top north part of Finland that was listening to one of our podcasts once so we actually said oh my goodness like we can't believe we have someone in Finland listening to us and then they emailed us and said yeah I listen to you every week it's really good it's great and, and uh, it's it was wonderful so it's it's a great way to get out if you're local, it works because you can you can tell people locally. By the way, I've got this local show. Just go on iTunes and I'll send you the link, and you can you can listen to it. Uh, but also, it just automatically goes global. And, yeah. And who knows what happens? Like George, the landscaper, may get a call from somebody. Hey, I was listening to you. I know you're a good speaker because hey, I listen to you. I really like you. I feel like I know you. We're doing a landscaping conference in uh, Spain in two months, and we just thought it would be great if you came and talked about landscaping for an hour or half an hour or something. Yeah, there's, there's a big potential there. So 
Scott, I said we'd try and keep this to an hour today, and we're just at the hour. So there's a link that people can use to download this. Um, member that th they can download this from. Yeah, it's um, yeah. It's, it's right over here. <laughs> you're gonna put it in the. Um, you're you're gonna put it in the um, Facebook group for people. Yeah. Is that right? I'll put it in the Facebook group for people. We'll render the video and. James will put it in the ranking rabbit membership section, and then I'm assuming right underneath the video he'll put the link. <laughs> yeah, and what I would really ask everybody to do those come on this. I mean, I hope for everybody that watches that you will see some benefit from this. Um, if you've got clients already, you could approach them and talk to them about maybe doing a podcast. Imagine if you was to get up with your client on a call for ten minutes once a week, where this is something that you could pitch a local client on as part of their package, first of all, and get more money out of them. But second of all, if you've had a client for a while and you're starting to think, I'm worried that my client's going to start questioning what I'm doing for my money because they're already ranked, this is something that you could come that's new and exciting. Hey, I thought about doing some podcasting, and that might keep that client with you for another six months, um, You know, meet up for 10 minutes once a week. Or if you've not got any clients, you might decide that you want to use this as a way to put yourself out there as an expert within a specific niche, specifically targeting people that are within a, a type of area. Or if you're doing your lead gen sites, why not put yourself out there as being the authority, get people to go to your website and maybe submit inquiries where Okay, it might not be you specifically that's dealing with it because it's a lead gen site, but if I'm giving out lots and lots of gardening tips week in, week out on podcasts and people are downloading them, and I'm saying, hey, you can visit jameslandscaping.com, as long as I let my client know that that's one way that I'm driving traffic to that, then and that it's through podcasting, if they were to call my client, my client could... At least understand. Oh yeah, yeah, James is a great guy, blah, and and talk to them a little bit about that too. So I think there's lots of different ways with this that it could be used in, within what we're doing at Ranking Rabbit. Um, Scott, I really, really appreciate you doing this. It's fantastic, and I'm sure um, if people have got questions about it, where where would you like them to ask? Would you like them to ask within Ranking Rabbit, or would you like them to ask within Udemy? Um, how how do, would that work? If they're, if they're students in Udemy, it's really helpful for me to have more and more discussion in Udemy, so that would be my preference. However, just you know, put my name in the Ranking Rabbit Facebook, with your question, uh, Facebook group with your question, and I'll see it, uh, yeah, and um, I'd be happy to answer it there as well. Fantastic. Um, and then the last, the, last thing, the last thing that I would ask absolutely everybody to do is if you do go in and you download the course and you watch it, Please, 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 it's a free course from Scott. One of the things that will help him so much is getting reviews for that course because Udemy works by the, be the better reviews or the more reviews he gets for his course, um, the more exposure he'll get. Um, so if you do download it and you get any benefit from it whatsoever, please leave him a review. And um, I really, really hope that this is just give you another way of, about or just give you another tool in your arsenal, really, 
for either finding new clients or a different way of doing lead gen and just getting yourself out there as being the expert and the authority in the niche. So I'm going to sign off here and say th that's my closing statement. Scott, if you've got anything that you would like to close out with, um, feel free to do so. But everybody, thank you so much for watching. I really appreciate it. And just thank Scott in the Ranking Rabbit group as well. It's really cool um, that, he's, that he's given this for free to Ranking Rabbit members. So, Scott, thank you. It's been a pleasure. Thanks, James. Really appreciate uh, being on here with you and uh, everybody else. I hope that I hope that you start podcasting. I know I have no doubt that you'll be looking at your downloads in a couple months after you started and going like, I can't believe there's 10,000 downloads here. I can't believe three or four hundred people are subscribing every day. I just can't, you know, because that's what happens. It's just you see these stats and it's just like, wow, like people are listening already and uh, and it just keeps growing. And that's because more and more people are getting these mobile devices and they're learning how to use them and what do they want? They want content and there's no, like if you do a search on like say weight loss on Google you're gonna get hundreds and hundreds of millions of results if you count all of the podcasts on weight loss in YouTube there might be a thousand so the competition is non-existent and everybody's desperate for information we need you to help fill that need and that's why it's such an exciting opportunity so thank you will for the thumbs up and uh, Jeff thank you very much and we'll see you in ranking rabbit